Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk account, drunk account, drunk drunk, drunk, drunk account, drunk account, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim. And today we're doing something a little bit different. Um, It's going to be the first in what I hope is a a long series um, that we're going to be doing on the podcast that's going to be talking to other small business owners and just really talking about the journey that they've been through in starting their business, why they started it, the ups and downs, because I, I think we're going to find a lot of common themes and it's just nice to hear other people going through the same things that you're going through. So... Yeah. yeah, we really like uh, the idea of business with a purpose. Yeah, and so we thought yeah, it'd be quite cool to speak to business owners, hear about their journey, where they started, the the ups and the downs, and where they are now with the journey, and um, yeah, share their experience with with the listeners. Yeah, and we thought we'd call it uh, how I built this. <laughs> <laughs> If, if you're not familiar with that, that's a very popular podcast and we, we can't call it that. But oh, really? Essentially, this is, is a small business, how I built this. Yes. It's, it's, it's going to be, uh, instead of talking about you know, the end of the stories and then I sold it for millions of dollars, uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be, I'm probably still in that business. Yeah. Maybe we can call it like how I started this or... Yeah, just some other blatant rip-off. <laughs> Um, but so to start with, um, our guest today, uh, I might get you just to, to say your name and what business it is you started. Um, my name is Warren, Warren Garth, and I started Cats Accountants. Hey, so hey. if you're familiar with the podcast, you know that that's, that's our business. Yeah, and my dad. <laughs> I think Dan's one of my sons as well. <laughs> yeah, been according, around long enough. According to some clients, yeah. Yeah. I think he's my brother and your son. <laughs> that's right. And apparently we sound the same on the phone. I so. think it's just confusing. We've both got three letters in our name. Uh, We're the same age. Yes. Been around roughly the same amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we thought there's no better place to start than talking about the uh, the origin story of, of Cats Accountants. <laughs> yeah. Origin story. Yeah, the origin Don't story. Don't call it origin story, small business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so we thought we'd start with us. Um, yeah. Talk about the journey that um, that uh, brought Cats Accountants into the world and, uh, and then go from there. Mm. So, um, Dad, it's been a few years... You've been in business, yes. hasn't it? Yes. Um, what, what? When did you first start Cats Accountants? And it wouldn't have been called that then. No, <laughs> no. We actually started in um, late 93, but really got, got um, running uh, 1994. 94. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because we moved to the Central Coast in 93. Correct. So. Yes. Yes. Um, well, what was uh, the reason you started the business? Um, well, I'd been in the corporate world for about 18 years at that point, um, and I uh, was travelling a fair bit as well, and so had you as a, like a three-year-old at this stage, and your yep. older brother Chris, he mm-hmm. was a five-year-old. Little yep. fat Tim. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> also had a little bit of red hair back then. <laughs> yeah, you poor thing. <laughs> Dad did too at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yes, I used to have red hair. <laughs> But anyway, the corporate world um, in those days, and probably is still the same, um, you, you commit a lot of your time to it. Um, and with yeah. me, I was travelling a lot. So I'd leave Sunday morning. Uh, my role um, was overseas, basically. I was looking after businesses that were international and I'd have to fly out Sunday morning and I'd stay for two weeks. So yeah. I'd be away for two weeks and um, so I'd be away for the full weekend and, and so forth mm-hmm. and uh, come back and with mum at home with two basically, you know, young, well, you were a baby initially and, and Chris yeah. was only three when I started doing this. Just got a bit too tough on the family. So we thought, what do we do? Do we, do we continue with this or do we mm. start a new life? And we decided it was probably best to get out of the corporate world at that point. Yep. Um, our your grandparents, my in-laws, moved to the Central Coast and we actually liked the area, so we decided to sell up our Sydney house and move here and, and start a business. 
Nice. Um, sounds all good, but we had no idea what business to start. Um, yeah. We actually started looking at businesses that were being sold, but then realised we had no skills in those ones that were on, mm. the, on the market. And so we sort of, logic sort of hit and we realised we needed to do something that we had skills in. So yeah. Kerry, Kerry was a, um, in the legal industry, uh, me an accountant, so we decided, well, let's, we've got to do something like that. So we started up uh, yes. a bookkeeping business. And you had a, a, a fairly good salesperson as well at that point in time. Yes, uh, yes. Um, again, being my background and Kerry's background, we had no idea about selling and marketing or any of that, <laughs> none of it. Um, but um, Jeff Leonard, your grandfather, my father-in-law, he was a marketer. Yeah. And he'd basically, he was semi-retired by then, and he uh, helped us out with um, the marketing, yep. which is totally different to what happens these days. So, so there's a couple parts of that that I want to unpack. The, the, yep. the first part is that you decided that you wanted to start a business before you had any idea of what that business is going to yeah. be, yeah. Yep. which I think is is probably a common thing yeah. to some people. Yep. Um, and then the other thing as well is, yeah, once you actually start it, you, you realize you've got these other parts of the business that you've never had to do before, like selling and, and marketing. So, yeah. Yeah. so starting off with, with why you started the business and, and so, yeah, as you said, you just decided that you wanted to start a business. Yes. Mm. And at the point, you didn't really care too much what it was until, and unless it was something that you knew that you could do. Yeah. Um, is that right? So, you just, so, so where were you looking for businesses that were for sale, just like in the newspaper and things? Yeah, newspaper and so forth. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, sort of. It's a while ago now, but yeah, yeah, it must have been just what was on the market at the time. Did you come close to buying anything? No, no. We just looked at things and we mm. thought, oh, coffee shops for sale. Oh, I wonder if we could do that. Well, <laughs> probably not. And you probably got to work you better know, at drinking coffee than making. Yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> and you got to work seven days a week as well. We yeah. thought we didn't really want to do that either. So, mm. um, yeah, it didn't take long to realise that we needed to. Mm get into a business that we actually had skills in. Yeah. Uh, and that's why we went into the bookkeeping um, industry. Your life, Tim, could have been as a professional imagine. barista. <laughs> yeah, imagine. I could, I could have a chain of cafes <laughs> to my name right now. Warren. Be- <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were maybe about 15 years too early on the coast or yeah. maybe 20 years too early. <laughs> yeah. The cafe yeah. has become a very trendy thing over mm. the last five to 10 years. But True, true. Yeah. So, so you... You decided, all right, we're going to start this bookkeeping business. And yep. then obviously, okay, you, you, you think of a name probably. You, you, you think of a few systems and things that you might use. But then you've got to get clients. Yep. So, yeah, you, you've already mentioned Jeff went yes. out there and, and helped. And I imagine Jeff would probably just be heading down to local businesses or pubs and things and knocking on doors. And what, what, what was he doing? Yeah, look, we had a bit of a system in that respect. We... Um we, yeah, we did knock on doors, but we, one of the ways we did um, approach prospective clients mm. was to, um, we would look, go to a business area mm. and write down the, their address, the name of the business and the phone number and so forth. And we'd mm. actually send a letter to them to say, um, just basically, we're marketing, we're starting our business up, we're doing mm. bookkeeping. Um, cool we'd like to make an appointment with you. Mm. And uh, so we'd send a letter and then we'd do a follow-up phone call mm. and, um, and you know, one out of ten might say, yeah, we're happy to see you. Yeah, I was going to say, what was, the, <laughs> what was the conversion rate? Yeah, the odds one were, in ten. Yeah, the odds were like one in ten we, we figured. Mm. Um, so we'd, we'd know we'd send out ten letters and we'd know mm. we'd maybe get one appointment out of that. Mm. So. What was um, Grandpa... What did, what did he say? Every no, something he had to say. Yeah, every every no you get, you're getting closer to a yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd just say, pick the phone up, because again, it wasn't anything mm. I was used to doing, yeah. selling or whatever. Mm. Um, but he said, just pick the phone up and just make you know, 10 calls, because you'll get possibly one that'll say yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Can you remember your first client? Yes, I can, yeah. Yep. Um, he actually um, was a local here. And was a, a like a tradie, and he did some work for um, Jeff and Margaret, um, your your grandparents. Yes, yep. Um, so we met him through them, and he did a little bit of work for us, and, and he needed a bookkeeper. So, nice. so he's our first client. Um, 
The fee was $75. (laughs) 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 Um, We wish we had kept that check, but we needed the money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so you don't have a a check on the wall in a frame that says $75? (laughs) (laughs) No, but we still remember getting that $75. You should have uh, taken it to the bank and then got a $1 coin back or something that you could have put in a... (laughs) Yeah. So did it very quickly evolve from, I guess, your finding your feet, figuring out how to be in business to something that had a bit more meaning or, um, I don't know, did you find it stressful? Was it, was it, or was it more relaxing than the corporate world? Like, how did you find the first few years? Yeah, I guess, um, interesting question because, yeah, the first few years, um, we were just determined to do our marketing and finding clients and, and do the work and keep the clients happy and so forth. Um, our, our view was in those days was um, because of my corporate experience, we wanted to help the clients, which is still part of mm. what we do in Cats Accountants. Yeah, mm. we just wanted to help, and um, so yeah, so we were quite it was it was totally different to the corporate world. We could, you know, we could start whenever we really wanted to start, and we could finish whenever we mm. really wanted to finish. We didn't have to work weekends or whatever. You were working from home, weren't you? W- working from home, so that mm. was different as well. Um, We've come full circle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're back here now. <laughs> <laughs> you were ready yeah. for coronavirus in <laughs> yeah. 1994. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but back in those days, um, was was interesting because, again, you guys, or Chris had just started school and you were still at home, um, but I'd, I'd pull on a... a like a, a, I wore a tie in those days. <laughs> when Tim saw the tie go on, he knew, knew I was working, so he couldn't interrupt. Or <laughs> that was a little sign at uh, work. It's That's a work good. day today. There's a little hint for anyone working at home with kids right now. <coughs> put, put a tie on. Yeah, wear a tie. <laughs> the yeah. kids, probably, your kid would probably get very scared and shocked. <laughs> I don't even know how to tie a tie. Yeah, people find that funny considering I'm an accountant. If it's, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, they were interesting days and um, we did mix a fair bit with um, other guys. It was a franchise we bought, so we did mix. Yeah, right. What was it called? Abacus Bookkeeping. Abacus. Yep. So tell us about that process. So what made you decide to go into a franchise instead of opening something yourself? Um, Well... And and what was the deal like? Was there a certain amount of upfront you had to pay and then, you know, you, you knew you had to earn a certain amount per... Mm. month or per per year to to cover those things or yeah what was the consideration yeah Yeah, there was an up up front fee to buy Mm. into it you didn't buy any clients you're buying Uh, systems you're buying their systems basically Mm. okay uh and the software it's pre myob and all those sorts of things yeah um so yeah that we're buying the software pretty much and Mm. also um Theoretically, they would help us find clients. Yeah. Uh, that was the theory. In, in practice, it didn't happen. We're actually finding more right. franchises for, or franchisees for the franchise. Yeah, or, yeah right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was interesting times. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it was, was totally different to the corporate world again. So, it was, mm. was not going to say fun, but it was, was, was a different sort of lifestyle, I guess. Did, did you find your, your expectation of working less became a reality or do you feel like <laughs> you're working from home small business you're trying to get new clients were you working more that um, just happened to be at home <laughs> probably working roughly the same yeah yeah um rough, okay. roughly the same hours mm. yeah yeah maybe a little less pressure mm. yeah. maybe more <laughs> well the pressure is different because um when you start a business and you've got no clients, you've got no income. Mm. So there's a bit of pressure there because yeah. uh, you do have to eat and you do have to pay, <laughs> yeah. you mm. know, pay bills and so forth. So yeah. we quickly realised, ooh, uh, <laughs> 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 no, $75. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to last long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. But, okay. um, but yeah, we stuck to the marketing and we actually, um, compared to uh, a lot of other franchisees in that franchise, uh, we... we Build up our business pretty rapidly. Yeah. Wow. Mm. yeah so yeah. when did you decide? Because uh, I'm pr- fairly sure you you didn't last in that franchise for very long. You yep. decided to go in a different direction. So what happened there, and and why? Why did you do that? Okay. So so again, being a bookkeeping franchise, um, 
and I was an accountant, so mm. and I like to help clients. The clients started asking more than just you know, you, can you guys just process the bookkeeping? Yeah. They're, they're asking business questions, yeah. uh, and a lot of them were. And we realised um, it's probably we'd be probably smarter to get out of the bookkeeping industry and get into the accounting industry. Mm. That happened probably around, I think it was around about 1996, sort, right. of, sort of like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny, you're, you're a bit ahead of the time there because there's a lot of bookkeepers now who also specialise in the advisory kind of work. Mm. Yeah. So they skip tax altogether, yeah. but they do the bookkeeping and the advisory together, <laughs> yes. um, yep. which is kind of what those clients were after, even though I know you went into tax. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. years ago. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the, the tax side and the advisory side, mm. um, yeah, was just part of part of our you know, um, mm. our setup, I guess. Yeah. So, so you decided to get out of this franchise and open up something yourself. Yes. Um, so, how did that go? What was the process there? Um, well, the process was we we set up a company yep. and uh, we uh, the clients that were the bookkeeping clients came on board with us. Yep. Uh, again, there was more marketing to be done. We mm. actually were then. We were actually, uh, we'd left working from home. Mm. We, were, we were in Healy Street at Boyong. And mm. um, yeah, so similar process, but we just got a different product now, mm. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> was it you, j- just still you and Kerry? Uh, no, there was a few of us involved. Yeah. Yeah, but mainly Kerry and I. Yeah. 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 So, and you, I'm guessing, had to go get extra licenses, go get your tax agent registration maybe or public practice certificate with CPA yeah, all, all if you those sorts things of things. Like that. Yeah, all mm. those sorts of things. So yeah. yeah, so it meant I had to do more education. study, education, mm. CPA, um, you mm. know, uh, and whatever. So yes, yeah. That's interesting. I think that's um, a good distinction to make for business owners that you can pivot after the first few years. You might mm. go into a business thinking, well, this is the direction I think I'm going to head. Mm. And you might be doing really well with that and then you see another opportunity and mm. decide to um, perhaps just adjust the direction that the yep. business is heading. Yep. And that could involve getting extra education or getting extra certificates or licenses. Um, I know in trades, as an example. So electricians might decide to move towards doing solar. Yeah. So there's training and education required for that. Exactly, yeah. Um, yep. Don't discount that if you're starting a business. That's actually a really important mm. thing because... Yep. If you hadn't done that, the business today would not look anything like it does. No, exactly. So that was quite a big um, yeah, change. I, I that was quite a big shift. It, it's a yeah. big decision, I think, to go from you specialize in bookkeeping, you got a franchise, it's all set up that way to then go, you know what, there's another product here mm. that yeah. I think people want. Yeah. Let's yeah. almost abandon that and just move it into something new. Yeah. And yeah, I think that is a, a brave decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> not only that, but then you said you had some other partners and things there, like there's that. There's other, other people in, in the business and mm. we, we weren't working from home anymore, so there's rent, there's mm. other costs. And so what, so was that, what was that business called? Um, it was called... That wasn't COG, was it? it the original name, there's a funny name, yeah. Central Outsource Gateway, <laughs> Central. which is COG. All <laughs> oh, right, now. that's what COG stands for. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, no. Central Outsource Gateway. No, I'd forgotten <laughs> it, actually. Yeah. 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 What yeah. a strange name. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think Out, it's outsourcing. Cog. Outsourcing was yeah. only just new in the in the nineties. Well, central, right. Central Coast and Gateway. I don't know. It was someone come up with it. Made gateway. Cog. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think as time goes on, we'll, we'll get to this further along. But you, you're obviously a fan of the acronym. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Cog is is one. So 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 these other people that were in the business were they um, just employees or were they actual partners in this business or? Um, Original, I, I know at different points in time you did have various partners yep, and uh, yep. co-owners and things in the business. Yeah, originally um, there was uh, other Abacus bookkeeping guys. Ah, we right. We all joined up together. Right. But they slowly moved on and did different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it was another accountant came in with me mm. and uh, pretty much, yeah. And then, then GST kicked mm. and yeah. the other accountant was, uh, he was more into training than accounting. Yeah, right. So we are doing, we actually did seminars all up and down the east coast of Australia for mm. training um, people on what GST was and how you could mm. convert your files to GST and so forth. 
Um, I wonder if there's anyone listening to this podcast who's um, been to a cat's training seminar yeah. or um, received a cat's training flyer, like one of those old yellow flyers yeah. in the mail. Just so you know, that that was once upon a time part of cat's accountants. Yeah, yeah that exactly. Was, yeah. That was yeah. the partner that Dad's talking about there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, interesting. So, so, so what was that decision like? Then going, so you had a franchise um, by yourself with Kerry, uh, and then you decide to go in with other people in business. Because it, it is funny to talk about the journey that you've been on. Because often when we're talking to people about starting their business, the considerations that you make are: should I franchise, or mm. should I open up something from the start? Should I mm. go in with other people? What are the considerations there? But you've almost done all of these things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's taken a lot of different yeah. ebbs and flows. So, so what was the consideration going in with other people, um, and what was that like? Did 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 you like the experience? Did you not like the experience? Um, look, I guess to be honest with you, um, it was a different experience, and we we didn't stick together for too long so mm-hmm. not that we didn't like the experience it was just mm. we just had different ideas i suppose yeah okay um i was more um interested in just keeping the business together and, mm. and doing the same thing whereas the others one of them was getting older and he, he sort of retired mm. one went into um uh tra- training mm. um one went in as, as a as a business coach so yeah, they right. all went in different ways and i just hung with the business i guess yeah yeah cool. yeah. yeah nice that's cool i think um yeah it is just funny just to hear the tracking of mm. of, of the different things and and another funny part about it is that training was once a big part of cats yeah it yeah. disappeared and it's sort of come back a little yeah, bit a little bit not anywhere near the same kind of degree but, no, I don't like doing but seminars the podcast for instance is yeah. is training essentially sharing knowledge, yeah. sharing knowledge is a yeah. big part of yes it's interesting yeah. um looking back at those things and then and finding current day influences on our purpose mm. like the actual caring about our clients wanting to help mm. um yeah. and yeah. and then the education side of things so sharing sharing mm. knowledge and training people yeah well, those uh, are all really important things and our entire um our entire purpose is is that and mm. and it's the whole reason the business was founded i mean it, yeah. it went from yeah. a bookkeeping business to wanting to help people with more yeah yeah yep. and that that's still today exactly it's, it's the through true. line from there to now yeah it's yep. very true mm. Yeah, it is a culture, isn't it? And yeah. it's just mm. it's come right through to like 26 odd mm. years later. There's an interesting note, like for people starting a business, what you do, little seeds you plant then mm. in terms of culture and direction and purpose, mm. even if you don't know it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they will push through. So be careful with what you're deciding <laughs> to set as your yeah. purpose. Yeah, exactly. Because yes. if it is just cutthroat mm. i want to make as much money as i can and <laughs> in a yeah. short amount of time yeah. uh, as possible then yeah, that might rub people the wrong mm. way it may end up with a very uh, i don't know hard culture mm. so yeah that's that's really interesting yeah. so from yeah. from what point did you go from you know being a cog in the machine to uh, <laughs> to, to cat's accountants <laughs> when did that happen well again that was around um 99 2000 when gst came in Mm. we're doing these seminars and we we needed to come up with a name that was we thought was a little bit bit better than what we um that had i guess Mm. cog management didn't really mean much so Mm. we actually come up with a name computer accounting and taxation services yep Mm. Um, and that's what we ran these seminars, and that yeah. was the name of the business at the yeah. time. Yeah. A- acronym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, C-A-T-S. We, yeah, correct. And what we found was that um, even when you're answering the phone and you've got to say, hello, computer accounting and taxation, it was very long. Yeah. And also when we're out there, say, networking, whatever, whatever um, people would hear the first word. So mm. they'd say, oh, so you're IT people, computer. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, there's also a cat computers yeah. locally on the house, which I now live next door to the people that run <laughs> that, which is weird. But, yes, yeah. Um, but I think something interesting out of the, the names of the businesses, uh, which I think is quite different for that time, was you, you didn't just make it after the surnames of the partners in yeah, the business. That, that no, is, that yeah, that is a big difference to yeah. a lot of firms around that time, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah look, most accounting firms at the time were, um, mm. you know... Garth and w. Associates. W. Garth and Associates, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but we just... We were different. Like, I hadn't come from um, 
I come. I was an accountant, but mm. come from a corporate side, yeah, yeah. not the sort of. Uh, You're a CPA, not a CA. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so they're sheltered all their lives. They're just <laughs> shuffling paperwork. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, come from a different different background and and so forth, and uh, maybe. Be- because of that, I had different ideas, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Disclaimer, I don't, I don't hate CAs. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? <laughs> just like to have a stab every now and then. The, um, yeah, I think that is a... I think it's also a big difference in, in the culture as well, is that it's, it's ever since I've been part of CATS, which is you know, 10 years now, um, it's not been about Warren as, you know, mm. or, or one person. True. It, it, it is generally about the team mm-hmm. um, and, yes. and you know obviously in a small business accounting practice with one main principal accountant then mm. the clients know Warren and they want help from Warren but yeah. but it was always about the team and mm. it was never Garth and Associates and IS Garth it's it's oh Cat's accountants yes yeah. I know yeah. Cat's accountants mm. um, yeah. which I, I think it's it is a big difference and I, I do find it silly when accounting firms do name it after themselves yeah. because eventually they're going to want to so, have that asset to mm, sell exactly. and if it's named after themselves then everyone knows that that's you and if yeah. you're no longer part of that business <clears throat> then this the asset's not there anymore fast forward to today yep. we would have uh, had to change the name change to the name. <laughs> w garth and sons <laughs> <laughs> and osborne yeah and osborne yeah <laughs> gosborne uh, but you you can't do that because it was a business called w garth and sons oh was really that? my grandfather owned a business oh, <laughs> oh, wow. it was w garth and sons that business name's taken already yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just see if that's registered yeah mm. probably not that's, that's funny i still even got one of the business cards w mm. garth and sons really <laughs> yes oh that's, that's quite great cool. yep. you should get that frame <laughs> the um yeah so so computer accounting and taxation services shortened to cats Um, we've forever tried to come up with other meanings Mm. for cats since then because obviously computer accounting is is not a new thing Uh, well cloud accounting it could have become cloud accounting could have become cloud accounting that that was in vogue for a few years there (laughs) then we started calling it uh, was it uh, crap accounting crap crap accounting (laughs) we've been called that one a few times yes (laughs) <laughs> the, the the amount of times I think uh, Warren has called any new employee <laughs> and said, is this crap accountant? <laughs> yes, I'll stop doing that. <laughs> so I like what you sort of got to before though, Dan, where um, dad was making conscious efforts, maybe without even knowing it, to focus on building a business mm. that relied on its people more than the founder or the, mm. the, the CEO or the owner. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's been a pretty big recipe for your success over the last decade. You've yep. got people in that have helped you grow the business, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Again, I think that from my corporate background, it was, I realized that you work as a team in the corporate. Mm. You, you, you've got a lot of people with different, different skills, different levels and all sorts of things, but mm. you're a team. To, to try and achieve whatever result it is. Mm. Um, and that's, again, Cats Accountants, that, that's what we've mm. tried to do. We've just tried to be a team. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, so, what was the change? So, in terms of the story, we've got up to GST has yep. come in. So, yeah, <laughs> what's the change that you've seen, I guess, in the industry between when you first started as a bookkeeper through to, you know, today, the biggest change was, would be GST, it would be the rise of computers and cloud technology. Um, how's managing that change been along the way? Is it, has it been uh, fun or has it been scary <laughs> when these big things come out? Well, what's, what's that journey been like? Well, uh, probably for you guys, I'd compare it to the job keeper mm. things. It's something you've got to learn pretty quick because mm. you've got clients ringing you mm. pretty much, you know, they'll listen to the news the night before or look at their computer mm. that morning and mm. and see there's something happening and they, they'll be ringing you up. We experience the same things with GST. Mm. Um, and like any other changes that happen along the way, you've really got to find out pretty quickly mm. what what advice you can give and how to help and so forth. So, mm. yeah, it's interesting time. So, But going forward, um, I guess... At these days, I think uh, innovation is the uh, is the main thing in our industry. Just mm. getting things a little yeah. smarter in in terms of whatever whatever you do. Yeah. Um, and I know where cats accounts are probably ahead of the pack in that respect. Mm. Or, um, you know, not leading the pack, but we're mm. up there with them mm. in terms of all the uh, 
all the things that we do. Um, so, yeah, I think that's sort of the thing mm. I've seen, I guess. Everything's, I guess uh, you could say that that was the way you were back then when the GST came out and all those sorts of things. You had that sort of being a, going out and training mm. other people, including accountants, yep. on how to use the computer systems, yep. aka MYOB, mm. yeah. um, and how to process GST. Yeah. That's, yeah, quite interesting now looking at, yeah, what impact that has had on, you've always been very open to, to innovation and changes in our business. Yeah. I know when Dan and I and, and Angie and all the rest of the team coming through proposed making changes yeah. um, to a system or to a software, yeah. you never queried it. You no, know, you're no. always open to it. So, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, I think this ability is, to change. This is a really good segue, I think, Tim, into talking about how the transition from, um, you know, being in a business to then running a business and, and having responsibility for the culture and having responsibility for developing the team around you. Mm. Um, what's that been like and what are some of the key takeaways you feel you've learnt along the way to really um, help you develop the team and the people around you and the skills that they've yeah, got? because and, we haven't. Yeah, we, we, we probably haven't even asked you about your first hire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you've had a lot of hires over the years. And so so what, what are some of the, the lessons you've learned along the way or what, what's some of the ups and the downs? Have you made any big mistakes? You know, don't need to name anyone, Tim. <laughs> who was um, your best employee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what, right along the way, there has been mistakes. Um, you, you know, we're human beings. We do... Mm. We, you learn by your mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you haven't got enough courage to have a crack at something and, and make a mistake, then business is probably not your yeah. your thing anyway. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, hiring people is again for any any business really. It's one of your, your harder harder things to approach because they're part of your team mm. and you can easily get it wrong. Uh, mm. And we have we've we've got got it wrong. Kerry mm. and I hired someone. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> is, is he sitting in the room with us right now, Dad? Uh, it was a female, so I'll just let you know it's not, not one of you guys. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Tim S. Yeah. Um, but we hired this person and then that weekend, um, Kerry and I were down at the snowfields um, and I think the first night we, I think we were at the bar and we said, I think we made a mistake with that person we hired. <laughs> well, after one week, we realised oh, no. she was the wrong person. Um, so, was yeah. there a, such thing as a probation period back then? Or? Um, good question. I can't <laughs> recall. But, uh, we, we, yeah, but there was different rules about mm. sort of... Um, yeah. Yeah, there probably was a probation theory, yeah. and mm. I don't think she got through that probation <laughs> period. But, yeah, but so, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the toughest things that in mm. a small business yeah. is getting the right people... Yeah. in your business and yes you're going to make mistakes mm. it just yeah. does happen so um, you've got to be willing to uh, accept the mistakes yep. learn from them yep. so you don't make them or that you minimise them in the future yeah exactly Yeah. Um, but I guess also be willing to make hard decisions if something that you chose to do isn't working out yeah exactly you can't yep. just keep <laughs> mm. going to the grindstone and hoping that it eventually works no and that's again from the corporate world um I was hiring and I was also firing, mm. and um, and we've had to do the same thing at Cats Accounts. Haven't had to for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we have had to to approach things like that and yeah. and do that bit as well. So I yeah. think <laughs> over twenty, if we include from ninety three over twenty seven years, you think yeah, there's definitely going to be people mm. leaving and people coming. That's just the yeah. natural course of mm. of yeah. things. But yeah. um, it is interesting just to hear the experiences that you've had. Do you feel you've learned anything in helping to develop? Because obviously, uh, Tim and I, you know, started off, you know, um, in uni yep. through CATS. Um, we've done the same with other employees and I'm sure there was people before us. Yep. Um, so, what's the experience of being like bringing up and helping to develop staff members around you? And culture. And culture. Yeah, the culture. I think it's actually, again, working as a team. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I've always been very good at is delegating. Mm. Again, that comes from the corporate world and... Mm. Um, I was even using that word this morning, <laughs> delegating, <laughs> right. yeah. um, and having confidence in that person to to take on the job. Mm. Uh, yes, they'll make mistakes, mm. but yeah. that's part of life. We're, yeah. we're humans; we do make mistakes. 
but you learn by your mistakes. So mm, yeah. I'm, I've always been very comfortable with delegating mm. training, but you know, uh, but then when you the person that you've trained goes out and does the, the job, um, sometimes they get it wrong. Yeah. But, mm. but you've got to have confidence and give them confidence that um, yeah. let them realise that you are confident in yes. them. Uh, and yes, if you do make a mistake, put your hand up and tell me. Don't don't try and hide it. Yeah. Um, so that's all important because, yep. um, you know, because I don't get, as you know, I don't think I ever yell at anyone or anything no. like that. No. If you make a mistake, let's work it to fix it. Well, yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah, that's one thing I was going to say. I mean, being in business can be quite an emotional thing. Um, there's turbulent times. There's ups and downs. It can be a roller coaster. But even as a kid, and and yeah, having worked with you for 10 plus years um i don't remember you getting too emotional about things like no. yeah obviously that's helped with culture development and yep um there's definitely been times where you, you know things have bothered you but um i guess you haven't let emotions get in the way of making a good decision or doing the right thing by mm. the business yeah yeah look i think um, i think you've Got to just realise that there's something you need to address, and you just get get down and do it, rather than mm. getting angry at someone or yeah. yelling or that doesn't help at yeah, all. Yeah, or pointing blame. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, we yeah. we used to have a saying: um, blame, don't blame the person, blame the systems. Yeah, mm. yeah. And well, I think we still have that. We just don't yeah. use that terminology much anymore. Yeah, but yeah. that's the way to do it. Is um, yeah, yeah. There's going to be mistakes. That's mm. that that happens in it's any life, business yeah. Yeah. anywhere. You know, I think the the system that we kind of use now is the the orbed, which mm. we took from uh, from the gap. So yep. shout out to the gap, which is the same kind of thing. You know, yep. take ownership and responsibility for what you're doing. Don't blame and make excuses. Just try and figure out what can we do to improve that exactly and yep. to move on from that problem. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah, which is and, a good system. And, and with that, I think it what it does is um, it empowers the employee to have a little bit of self-confidence to, to try things because mm. they know they're not going to get yelled at if, uh, if there is a mistake. It's mm. just, mm. if you do make a mistake, you, hey, you, you probably won't make it a second time. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Empower yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, if you've got a team, look to empower them. Mm. Exactly. Because not only will that mean that they take more ownership and accountability, which is a magical thing when mm. your team start doing that. Yes. But um, it means that you could put yourself into a position, and this is a segue, where you might be able to sell the business to those ah. people one day because yeah. you're giving them a mm. taste. You're giving them a feeling, a sense. Like mm. they get emotionally invested. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so so uh, this is a good segue, Tim. Let's, you know, it's, it's circa November 2008. <laughs> and, and let's just say your kid comes home from his last HSC exam one day and he's like, daddy, you know, <laughs> I want a job, daddy. And then he starts working. Uh, a couple of years later, uh, his goofy mate turns up at a pub one night after a few drinks and, uh, and you hire him. Yeah, I know. And yeah. next thing you know, 10 years later, they've bought the business from you. So, so, so what's that journey been like for you? I mean, knowing that eventually there is an exit yeah. And, and you wanted to um, begin to separate yourself from the business. Yep. Um, how's managing that been? What are some of the lessons you've learned there? Because there's people out there listening who, who do have that as a plan. You know, it might be in 10 years' time, I don't want to be doing this anymore. I want, I want to be out of it. Yep. Um, so what's that process? What are some of the learnings that you've had along the way? Well, I think, um, so we've been working on um, selling the business or me getting mm. out of it for more than five years, probably mm. five, six, could even be seven years. Mm. Um, started with me not working a five-day week, mm -hmm. um, then went down, went to four-day, then went down to three and so forth. Mm. Um, so that was a part of it. Again, delegating, mm -hmm. uh, making sure that all the stuff that I was doing or mm. all the work that I was doing was being done by someone else, again, empowering them mm. um, to get to the stage where um, it's, you know, put the hand up and said, oh, you know, I want to sell now. Um, mm. And and fortunately enough, I've got a couple of people working for me that were happy <laughs> to, to buy me out. So. <laughs> um, and I, what I see is that um, a lot of small businesses decide they want to sell, um, do no, 
no planning, no nothing, mm. and just try and find a, a buyer, and that's not the way to do it. It's, mm. it's got to yeah. be a process. Yeah. Um, and it does take several years. It doesn't mm. just yeah. doesn't happen overnight. You've got to find the – if you want to maximise the outcome, you've got to find the person that sees the most value in Correct. the business. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Who, who sees more value than uh, an employee that's felt empowered and, mm. and felt ownership of that yeah. For years. Exactly. Yes. So that was pretty smart. You really duped us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> well, uh, the, the funny thing is, is that uh, I, I remember when you interviewed me to come in and th- there was two interviews, I, right I, I, I like you, to think, that the right. first one happened, yeah, about five meters from where we are. And was this door there? Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Warren said, uh, I heard you working at the pub or Mingara or Mingara, something. And I yeah. said, yeah, yeah, that's right. He said, oh, we should stop that. And I said, great. And then uh, there was a second interview, which was essentially me just coming into the office. I think you called me and said, do you want to come in? And I lived just around the corner and I, I turned up 10 minutes later. Yep. And um, in that initial chat, you even yep. mentioned to me then that my plan is to not be here <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> in ten years. Wow. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I've, I've forgotten what, 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 how old would have you been then in 2010? 2010, I would have been 23. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Wow. No, um, you, you're in your your fifties. Yeah, I was, I was middle fifties. Yeah, and 56. Say. Wow. Yeah, and and I, I remember you said in 10 years I'd, wow. I don't want to be here. My 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 plan is to wow to slowly yeah. back out over a number of years. Hmm. And yeah. I think that's interesting. You did it. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, you, you did exactly yeah. what you said. And the first time you really mentioned it to us that you were serious about us buying it, I think was. And it was probably maybe yeah, twenty fifteen yeah. around then. Yeah. I think we, we had a lunch somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I think you said, Hey, I'm 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 offering this as a as the first step. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it rapidly changed from there over the next <laughs> yeah. few years until, you know, things yeah. change. But but you, you had the plan. Um yeah. Yeah. from from all the way back then. I think that mm. is the smart thing is to have that exit, to have that plan. I think you would to, refer to, to that as it. a vision. A vision. Vision. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Vision yes. for the future. A vision. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a hundred percent right, and having that vision really helps you make decisions. Yes. Um, because if if you're thinking you're going to be here in in five years, and then in two years you just I'm selling. Yeah. 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 Then you're not going to be in the right spot yeah. to do it. You might be able to sell, but you you might not mm. get the most out of the sale that you could. That's mm. correct. Yes. Mm. For sure. For sure. Mm. Yes. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Very cool. So. In the 27 years that you've been a small business owner, Warren, <laughs> what would you think would be a key learning over that entire period? And I'm throwing uh, this one to you oh just down no, the spot. Yes. <laughs> I think it's, it's getting, getting the right culture, getting the right team mm. to be in the culture. Um, don't be afraid of making decisions. Mm. Um, like I keep on saying, we only, we're humans. We do make mm. mistakes. Yeah. Um, and if you make a mistake, you fix it and you move on. Mm. Um, so that, that's, I think that's what I've taken out of it is that um, just have the confidence to just to do things and, um, yeah, and move forward. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think something, yeah, I think you're, you're spot on with all of that. And one thing that I think I could add there is that you didn't take it too seriously. I don't know. I think you got to a point in your journey where you decided to be happy. Yep. And you decided to have a happy business. Yes. Over and above a profitable business. So, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so that was a big turning point mm. for you guys, I think. Mm. And that, um, Yeah, no, that's always been part of the culture. Like I did know that our competitors were all working long hours. I, I know mm. um, accountants we do, I'd used to meet and they'd say, oh, well, you know, I have to bring work home on the weekends and so mm. forth and whatever. And we always tried to stick to the nine to five. We, you know, we never really always did it, mm. but but we yeah. tried to stick to that. No work at the weekend, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, so that was a little bit different in our industry yeah. f- mm. from others. So, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a really good point, Tim. That that I, I think, and I think that all comes back down to the why. Yeah, the why. And, yeah. and the reason why you were doing it and to begin with was to have yeah. more time with Definitely. the family, to, to have a better lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, That's why you started that business for yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, and at times you can, you can lose sight of that. You mm. can lose sight of your why. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. in the end, I think the coming last, back to that. Last month and a half, I certainly feel like. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and look, and you do have those periods, yeah. like I said, the GST time. When yeah. We probably did work weekends and that sort yeah. of thing, but you know it's not going to be forever. Yeah. And then you get back to some whatever normal is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that all starts with why you're doing it. Mm. Yes. And um, yeah, I think I think you sticking to your why mm. um, led to things like the culture, the yep. the vision of of having the work life balance and mm. selling the business. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, and and obviously the people that you employed and and brought in around you. So yeah, mm. yeah, uh, and probably even down to the people that you worked with too, like in terms of clients. Mm. So yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's that's yeah. part of it. That yeah. is definitely part of it. Um, mm. Yeah. Learned early in the piece that. Uh, that not every client was going to be like going to match match a match mm. yeah so they're going to have different culture we've had clients or prospective clients come in and all they'd say is i just want to pay zero tax and i yeah. don't care how you do it but yes. mm. and you'd say okay nice to meet you um <laughs> go and see <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, someone else. Yeah, yeah 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 we yeah. i used to actually write a letter to those sort of people because mm. i I didn't really like to confront them straight away, but mm. I'd write a letter and say, look, I have thought about our meeting and we probably aren't a good match. So we're yeah. not you know, being nasty or rude or anything. Yeah. It's just mm. saying you're probably best to go try someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's why... I, th I think clients I think would appreciate that. Operating in that way has has put um, Cats in a good position in terms of its um, standing in the community. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yep. been obviously a good good thing for mm. the business and, and its value yes. absolutely yeah. yes so um chapter one is that <laughs> chapter two tim yeah that's see you in 20 years <laughs> 27 years and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows what uh, we'll have an a another acronym by then maybe i hope so <laughs> Might, I go to two or three of them between now and then well yeah. i sometimes acronym acronymize the podcast 2da Two DA, two DA, two DA. Yes, yeah. I, I actually uh, for my CPD, <laughs> I record the podcast. Um, I, I actually, um, I uh, claim the hours in my from our so, podcast from the podcast. Wow. Well, well, I mean, I'm, we're not an accredited trainer, but that is good, Dad. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very but, but what I do is um, so in my when I record the time, I call it. T uh, two number two D A. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so I got cool. sick of typing two drunk yeah. accounts. <laughs> yeah, it's too long. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's great. Well, I think uh, I think this has been a pretty successful first episode yeah. in our series, Tim, of yeah. uh, why I built this. <laughs> <laughs> we came up with the name before. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> no, well, we appreciate you coming on, Warren, and and chatting to us about uh, about what the journey's been like and it's it's interesting and, and fun yeah. to kind of hear the, the origin story as I said of, of our very cool uh, yeah. of our business yeah yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I yeah. like it yeah my pleasure my pleasure yeah thanks yeah. for coming on yep you're going to listen you. to your own episode yes yes Kerry and I listen to all, all the podcasts <laughs> maybe, maybe half of it on a Friday night and half on a sat Saturday <laughs> afternoon nice. that's nice. funny that's yeah good. yeah well, if uh, yeah, if, if anyone has any questions for us, uh, feel free to write in at Two Drunk Accountants on Facebook and Instagram, at Two Drunk Podcast on Twitter, Two Drunk Podcast at gmail.com, email, and uh, yeah, write in with any questions. If you know of a business that you think would be That's good to I was chat to, say. send mm. us through. Yeah. If, if you have mm. a business that you feel like is interesting or your journey has been interesting in any way, write to us. We'd we'd love to um, yeah have a chat to you and and do more of these because I think there's a lot of learnings to get from these. Yeah, I think um, now's a really good time uh, post-coronavirus. Like mm. we want to move past the doom and gloom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We want to reflect on some really good success stories, mm. uh, take some learnings remember. that the listeners can apply yeah. to their own situation. That's right. And, and remember the why, the why yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. We're all about that. Mm. Love yeah. the why. Yeah. Love the why. Mm. Mm. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening and thanks for coming on, Warren. And I guess we'll uh, calculate, calculate And just like that, we're back, actually. <laughs> We've got the other half of the founding partners of Cats Accountants, which is what it's known as today. It's my mother, Carrie Garth. Hello, boys. <laughs> <laughs> How could we uh, leave you out, mum? 
I know. I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so what we really want, we've heard Warren talk for almost an hour about uh, how great the journey's been and easy and smooth and <laughs> how great of a manager he is. We want the dirt. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very good liar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, no, it is, it is uh, interesting to get the other perspective, actually, because, uh, yeah, Warren has gone through the journey with us and, and told us what it was like. But from, from your perspective, um, we know why Warren started. He said why he wanted to start the business. Did you have the same why to begin with? Was it, was it very much... Um, better lifestyle, um, you know, move to a nicer place and just... More family time. More family time. All of the above. All of the above. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. yeah and nah. and uh, is there anything that dad did that uh, he should have done differently over the years or... <laughs> no, I think he was always um, very transparent with the clients. Yeah. And I think that was always a positive, you know. We were always very honest with them. Cool. If we made a mistake we would just be honest with them and nice. say uh, we've made a mistake but we'll always fix it we never mm, yeah. give them problems we always give them solutions that's it and, and i think that was really our, our motto mm. and and you guys i mean you uh are married and you uh working together <laughs> owning a business together yes Bloody, that must madness. be crazy. Yeah. Well, everyone, anyone we'd meet and would explain the situation, they would look at us like we were absolute, you know. Then you <laughs> invited your head, headstrong son. Yeah, to come work that with was you. even more. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would. There, there was a time, there was a time, Tim, when you were saving for a house. Yeah. And you all lived and worked together. <laughs> we did, yeah. For years. Yeah. Well, we had rules. Yeah. You weren't allowed yeah. to discuss work at home. Okay. Oh, Block. Out the window straight away. Yeah. I, mean. <laughs> I didn't say we, we stick to them. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, there was Good definitely, from, from my point of view, there was definitely times when you guys would turn up with work, had obviously discussed something <laughs> and would have this idea just to go. And I was like, okay, well, was obviously they've, yeah, they've uh, spoken about this for I a few weeks. I thought we were weeks. quite smooth in planning those <laughs> no. transitions out. Never. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was good because Jade was obviously living with us as well. Mm, and yeah. so if we so much as had a work thought... You'd think, oh, Jay's here. We can't talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> true. Jay just like shut Jade up. Would get yeah. quite, quite bored of Jade it. Jade would just be rolling her eyes. Going, yeah. So, so um, <laughs> I refer to Dan as my work wife sometimes. Yeah. So that's, that's my new thing. And uh, we should live together. He's always very upset when I go and play golf these days. So <laughs> you're a golf. He's, he's now. Very, he is my work wife. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, is there any tips to, <laughs> for, for me to keep my work wife happy? I'll wait till next episode to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to dive into that, but yeah, a, a, any tips? Um, yeah, um, I don't know, cold beer at the end of the week? Uh, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, Dan doesn't um, drink beer, so I'll have um, to get him at Gordon's Pink. Pink gin, yeah. Pink. Delicious. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, on a scale from, um, from nine to ten, how do you rate uh, you know, Warren's ability to, to manage the team? He's a big softy. That's nah. that's his biggest problem. So yeah. you, you're the bad cop, and he's the he's yeah. The good sometimes, cop. sometimes. I yeah. like to think I'm the bad cop of mm. us, Dan. So yeah. I'm I'm all hard. So. I think so too. I think so. Yeah. You just, you're you're kind of like um uh what's the office? The main guy out of the office. Uh, <laughs> he just wants to be friends with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, whatever you're Dwight, Michael, yeah, you're Michael. All right, I'll be Michael, but you're Dwight. <laughs> you're, you're assistant to the manager. By the way, I watched an episode of The Office the other day, and Dwight is this character which Dan and our friends always say I am because I was always telling everyone apparently how to uh, how to be at work. Dwight Dwight thinks he owns the place basically, but uh, you Dwight guys don't see any similarities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dwight has no real authority, but yeah. he acts like he does. <laughs> Tim Dwight Garth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, Dwight actually has a, a bubble head of, uh, yeah, yeah. of Dwight. I have a oh, bubble head. <laughs> Dan. Dan is Dwight. 100%. Mm, that is true. That uh, is true. Yeah. yeah but cool. Yeah. But no, it was good speaking to dad uh, before mm. and, and hearing about the journey. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Is there any final lessons you want to impart about... Um, just enjoy going to work every day. Yep. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Mm. Just forget it. Yeah. That's, um, there's nothing worse if you're dragging your feet going in and yep. enjoy what you do and enjoy who you work with, I yeah. think, is the key to it. Mm. Cool. Mm. I like mm. it. Mm. That's a good one. Tim, mm. you've had 
<laughs> yeah, so I just do last well, That's all right. I was going to play golf. <laughs> oh, so I'll, nothing different then. I'll find some way to do accounting golf. Accounting I don't know. golf. I'll like follow people. I'll, yeah. I'll literally sell them $10 an hour. I'll count their scores. <laughs> I'll, I'll put their golf card together. Yeah, it's called a caddy. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. That was made for me. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Carrie. Pleasure. Thank yes, you. Thank All right. You. Yeah. On. And uh, I guess we'll calculate it. Yeah, goodbye again. <laughs>